Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. O Lord, open thou our lips. mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, as world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. Lord's name be praised. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, one God, O come, let us adore him. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength <coughs> of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. <clears throat> Psalm 73 on page 428. Truly God is loving unto Israel, even unto such as are of a clean heart. Nevertheless, my feet were almost gone. My treadings had well nigh slipped. And why I was grieved at the wicked. I do also see the ungodly in such prosperity. For they are in no peril of death, but are lusty and strong. They come in no misfortune like other folk, neither are they plagued like other men. And this is the cause that they are so holden with pride, and cruelty covereth them with as a garment. Their eyes swell with fatness, and they do even what they lust. They corrupt other, and speak of wicked blasphemy. Their talking is against the Most High. For they stretch forth their mouth unto the heaven and their tongue goeth through the world. Therefore fall the people unto them, and thereout suck they no small advantage. Tush, say they, how should God perceive it? Is there knowledge in the Most High? Lo, these are the ungodly, these prosper in the world, and these have riches in possession. And I said, then I have cleansed my heart in vain, and washed my hands in innocency. All the day long have I been punished, and chasteneth every morning. Yea, and I had almost said, even as they, 
below then I should have condemned the generation of thy children. Then thought I to understand this, but it was too hard for me. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then understood I the end of these men. Namely, how, dost, how thou dost set them in slippery places, and castest them down, and destroyest them. Oh, how suddenly do they consume, perish, and come to a fearful end. Yea, even like as a dream when one awaketh, so shalt thou make their image to vanish out of the city. Thus my heart was grieved, and it went even through my reins. So foolish was I, and ignorant, even as it were a beast before thee. Nevertheless I am always by thee, for thou hast holden me by my right hand. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and after that receive me with glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee, and there is none upon earth that I desire in comparison of thee? My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart, and my portion for ever. For lo, they that forsake thee shall perish. Thou hast destroyed all them that are unfaithful unto thee. But it is good for me to hold fast uh, by God, to put my trust in the Lord God, and to speak of all thy works in the gates of the, the daughter of Zion. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the, uh, the 23rd verse of the 23rd chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Am I a God near at hand, says the Lord, and not a God afar off? Can anyone hide himself in secret places, so I shall not see him, says the Lord? Do I not fill heaven and earth, says the Lord? I have heard what the prophets have said who prophesy, prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long will this be in the heart of the prophets who prophesy lies? Indeed, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart who try to make my people forget my name by their dreams, which everyone tells his neighbor, as their fathers forgot my name for Baal. The prophet who has a dream, let him tell a dream, and he who has my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, says the Lord? Is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, says the Lord, who steal my, my words every one from his neighbor. Behold, I am against the prophets, says the Lord, who use their tongues and say, he says, Behold, I am against those who prophesy false dreams, says the Lord, and tell them, and cause my people to err by their lies and by their recklessness. Yet I did not send them or command them, Therefore they shall not profit this people at all, says the Lord. Here endeth the first lesson. Today I'm on page 10. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth does worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, 
holy, 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 Lord God the Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son. Also the Holy Ghost, the comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here begins the 13th verse of the um, 7th chapter of Gospel of St. Matthew. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock, and the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. Now everyone who hears these sayings of mine, and does not do them, will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand, and the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell and great was its fall. And so it was, when Jesus had ended these sayings, that the people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. Here endeth the second lesson. Jubilate on page 15. O oh, be joyful, the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. 
It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not the Holy Spirit from us. O God, the strength of all those who put their trust in thee, mercifully accept our prayers, and because... Through the weakness of our mortal nature, we can do no good thing without thee. Grant us the help of thy grace, that in keeping thy commandments we may please thee, both in will and deed, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, who in a wonderful sacrament has left unto us a memorial of thy cross and passion, grant us so to venerate the sacred mysteries of thy body and blood, that we may ever perceive within ourselves the fruit of thy redemption who with God the Father in the unity of the Holy Ghost liveth and reigneth one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Just a few quick thoughts about today's lessons. Um, our lessons this morning are for the the Sunday after the Trinity Sunday.
But today at Mass, we'll be celebrating the, the Feast of Corpus Christi. This is a, a celebration of the real presence of Christ in the sacrament of the Eucharist, in the, the bread and wine, his real presence. And this was a, uh, a feast which was first instituted in about the, the 1200s. And it was, in our context, in Anglicanism, it was suppressed during the Reformation when there was lots of controversy about the nature of the Eucharist, whether Jesus was truly present in, in the elements, how was he present, or was it a, a memorial, a memory, a reenacting and a, a symbol of what happened at the Last Supper and his sacrifice for us? And so this is interesting to see this in, in connection with our lessons for this morning from the prayer book and having to do with the, the first Sunday after Trinity in that the lessons for this morning all have a connection dealing with what are the marks of, of someone who is truly speaking as a prophet from God, and how do we know what are the marks of the church, or what are the marks of holiness, or how do we follow Jesus in the case of our, our, our New Testament lesson today? Jesus talking about how the gate is narrow and how people will, there will be people who say, Lord, Lord, and he will say that he never knew them. And I think it's an interesting thing to look at this in context of Corpus Christi in that it's a feast recognizing the centrality of the Eucharist in the life of the church. The, the reality is, is that the church as an institution exists to celebrate the sacraments it's to bring the sacraments to the people and it allows the people and the church all to be celebrating this this very special thing and the the central focus is the the celebration of the eucharist and this has been lost many times throughout the course of history where it became a thing where it was done rarely for the people where they would only be allowed to take the Eucharist once a year or something like this. And so this, our restoration of this feast in the Anglican Catholic tradition is a recognition of the centrality of this fact of how central it is to the life of the church and to us that Jesus sacrificed, sacrificed himself for us on the cross and offers himself to us that we can live in him and he in us. And this is the, the, the mark of the church. This is the mark of how we know that the teachings of the church are good and valid. This is how we know that we have been changed in our relationship with Jesus. 
is always returning to the sacrament of the Eucharist and always returning to our life in Jesus through our prayers. The, the Eucharist strengthens our prayers and our prayers strengthen ourselves and allows us to participate more fully in the celebration of the Eucharist. And so these are important distinguishing marks to remember as we look at our, our lessons this morning and our psalm talking about, you know, seeing wicked men thrive and prosper. What are we to make of that? What are we to make of people who prophesy in Jesus' name? You know, there's no end to to man's capacity to find and create religious expressions that make them feel good. We're surrounded by these things where you can go to people who will tell you exactly what you, what you want to hear. But by keeping our focus on the Eucharist, it always maintains the centrality of the fact of Jesus' sacrifice. How we enter through that narrow gate, and that narrow gate is the cross, Christ's suffering and sacrifice for us. So just some thoughts about today's lessons. Continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. <laughs> 